if I die tomorrow. I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sip no serve. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everybody. What's going on, guys? It's a very different Hi. cast of characters today, but friends of the show, welcome in, Lori, welcome in. Mike, who is a simp for Drolta, we'll, we'll get into her very soon. I was we're here early simps. for this. Let's be Let's honest, be... we're all simps for Drolta. Let's be honest. That's, that's fair. That, that's hey, Toad. Hey, Toad. Look at Toad. I wasn't even finished with introductions. Welcome to the party, pal. What is up? What is up? Chillin'. I just, just want to say. Weekends. Go ahead. I just want to say I was here before everybody. Tony, you weren't he here was... for this announcement, but I want my Milano cookies. I want them. I was promised them. I beat everybody, even Sebastian. Who promised you these cookies? Because I don't know where this is coming from. I'm not giving Y'all, you anything. I want to thank I'm you for being the first to, to sacrifice and volunteer yourself. I look forward to them. My Lana. <laughs> <My Lana. Mwah. laughs> uh, did the dark chocolate ones? The dark chocolate ones? I'll take them. Pepperidge Farms? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pepperidge Farms. Oh, so, what did everyone get into this weekend? How's everybody doing? Uh, <laughs> I guess. No, I did a lot of self care, hair, nails, petty, you know, and then uh, started started my packing journey and being emotional. <laughs> you closed on your place? You found your place? Yeah, we'll talk congrats. about it. But I'm nice. renting first. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. 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 Yeah. Anyone else um, can do anything interesting? Mike, I, how did I, you make out with the weather this weekend? Because we had a flood in New York and yeah. oh boy. Okay, so I didn't have to swim. I was home on that Friday. Uh, okay. I posted on my on my channel. I was literally with my daughter. I was dropping at a daycare, and where I'm at right now is like a little underpass where everybody goes to the bridge, Verrazano. And mm. when I tell you, it was like a mini beach on the freeway. Like <laughs> the waves were like literally two feet, and I, I'm like in a I'm in a sedan. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, we're gonna stick to the side. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So anyone that knows me knows that I want an electric car. Particularly, I want to go with Rivian. Uh, they've recently been doing good. But I need to know if their electric motors can handle weather like this while I'm in New York because I'm not going to get it. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Getting off the highway mm-hmm. was flooded. Certain parts were flooded. Uh, if you haven't seen it, there are plenty of videos of just how New York dealt with the flood Yo, in transit systems. Crazy. We got rats taking a bath. We got people from the Bronx out here cleaning their cars. And somehow the car <laughs> looks immaculate. <laughs> He's uh, wet, but the car like... looks clean. <laughs> you know, you know, I was homeless for <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> um, we've had so much, unfortunately. Uh, you know, as work, the transit union has not been great with like dealing with this type of weather. And yeah. whoever's running New York needs to do better. I'm just gonna say it like that because it was ridiculous. I have a video right now that shows water all the way up to the platform from the tracks. I believe it's on the B and the Q line. Ridiculous. Wow. God, we, we, we went to Sandy. Like, what What have y'all learned? Yeah, Nothing. Nothing. But yeah, nothing. You, know, you know what they learned? They learned to raise the fare and to figure out different tactics of, of not jumping the turnstops. Oh, no. And they give, us, that. give us a big fat robot. That's what I was going to say. A big robot to police who? Like, we ain't going to walk past that 
that that little robotic robotic get out of here get out of here fam <laughs> fake johnny five get out of here <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the, the i wish i saw johnny legit he's not wrong <laughs> he's not wrong it wasn't the I only one Mm. Did you guys have a tone? Did you have a bad yeah. over there uh, in Jersey? I mean, we no, had no. we've had we had rain uh, all of last week, and to the point of like I should have uh, reseeded my lawn last week instead of this week because it would have been great free water. Um, yeah, yeah. But that was that was it. No, no flooding. No, no, no nada. It was it was good. I mean, I also we also have a a a, a nice little grading away from the house so every time i look at water i just i just smile and nod as i see the water just getting away from my foundation it's fantastic listen if i was him in other words not playing your house yeah that's key. yeah, yeah. water is the fucking enemy when you have a fucking house right <laughs> now basement build, especially and you're like well home, build a moat just build a moat. Just build a moat around the house. Uh, you're like, oh, you want to have your house on top of a hill? How steep? <laughs> Legit. Mm -hmm. That it's been dry here in Texas. We haven't gotten rain like hardly at all. Um, it's been still hot and dry. We're still in the in the mid 90s. Like it was 95 today. Um, we're hoping it will cool down a little bit. I want. I, um, I know you guys are like, wow, and you kind of feel sorry for her. But when we went, when I went to Colorado, County and I passed through Texas, it was one ten in the airport on like, yeah. like two p.m. It was like one ten. Like, August, August is basically the airport. Goodness. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like and it's one hundred and six pretty much all of August. It started in the end of July. It went up in the hundreds, and then it just stays there until mid September. It starts to come down. So here we are in October. It's 95. We're hoping it'll cool off a little bit. It's supposed to be in the 80s this coming week, so it'll be nice. Um, however, I'm from Michigan, and I feel you guys where we've had to like drive our our cars through a freaking flood before, and it's miserable. Um, and I would take the dry weather over the floods and over the snow and the slush and the black ice and all that mm. BS. Like, no, mm. thank you. Mm -mm. Um, this weekend I was at a con in Fort Worth. I went to Cowtown and that oh, had a blast. Nice. So that's cool. Wearing my cowboy hat, fitting <laughs> in with the locals. <laughs> there you go. I thought that was your yeah, background. Nice. I thought I was like, ooh, when did you buy a piano? And I just realized that it's <laughs> not <laughs> that. Yeah. It's totally fake. This was a good one. It was a good one. We Thanks. have Grizzle drink our hair in Dallas last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to feed the, oh, the line that crows out of the crack. Like, if you jerk, get out here. I will be in Dallas in like a month. Really? Oh. Yes. I'm going to go visit some family and go to a Cowboys game. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, nice. 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 Very excited. Very excited for that. You're going to be in Dallas, like, like actually in Dallas or Dallas, close to Dallas? Where's that, your family? I think in Dallas. Uh, I think they're in Dallas proper. Okay. Because we're like an I'll hour north of there. Figure out details. Ooh. Yeah, I was Ooh. gonna say because if we're close by, we maybe we can have lunch. Yes. Ooh. Hang out with Tony. 
I'm taking time Hang off. Hang out so with Law. Excuse me, my brain. Yeah, no. I'm not. I, I go to California. Like, I'm not going to Texas. No. <laughs> uh, I do no, go to Texas. If it's Austin, he does go to Texas though. If yeah. it's Austin, I'll go. Austin is di- like Austin and Dallas is way different. It's way different. What's oh, different yeah? about it? Oh yeah. Oh, you've never been. You haven't seen. Go look at the memes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're like they're like the dude that dresses for Dallas is like wearing a suit and a tie. The dude that dresses for Fort Worth is like wearing cowboy. Like the stockyards are there, so it's like cowboy hat. You know, jeans with the big old belt and the cowboy boots. And like Austin are like, um, hmm. what do you want to call them? <laughs> they're the progressive, the new age. They have like the cuffs rolled up and like the millennial hats and. Yeah, that's Austin. Yeah, I, I don't. Austin, I don't know Austin, if, at all, you go. Well, Austin is like literally. If you look at a, a, a political map of Texas, it's a dot of blue. It's yeah. a dot of blue yeah. in, in the whole red, red state. In a sea of red, yeah. Yeah, Austin, Austin is the Portland of Texas. There you go. Yeah, Fair but enough. but you know, you go to Sixth Street and they have a bunch of bars that are open. You go yeah. from Thursday through Sunday or whatever. There's no cars. There's live music. Best barbecue. It's a fun place to go. Just Love hold it. on to your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't gone since. Uh, That's fair. Excuse me. Shit, like two jobs ago, because we used to go there for the. There was a teachers' conference we would go to. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, it's a gotcha, good time. Gotcha. Dallas. Is I really will say, Dallas. Texas is known for like the steak meats and whatnot. The smoked meat. Excuse me, the steak meats. The smoked meats and whatnot. Brisket, my man. Yo, Brisket I'm not gonna lie to ribs. you. I watched a lot of cooking shows. I watched a lot, and I'm sold. Okay, I'm willing to grab whatever truck they need me to buy or whatever horse and make my rounds. Okay, <laughs> make my well, rounds. A lot of times they have food trucks. They'll come to you. Even so better. just you know, find a place with a bunch of food trucks and just go sample. But like, there's Hard Eight and like Tender and Hutchinson's and like Snow is down here. Like, um, what's his name? Andrew, uh, Aaron, Aaron, somebody, I forget his name. He's like real famous barbecue guy. Oh, Franklin's. Here. Yeah, he's In here. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that was on John Favreau's show? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He does amazing barbecue. I, I, he's I, right. I don't want to go there. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, you got to go there in the morning, get online. Yes. You have to get, get in cha- line. Get a chair and you wait until one o'clock. Hours. But it's, oh, the, wait, best fucking, it's the best I, fucking I, brisket you'll have in your life. I went when I went to Detroit. Uh, Atlas took me to Slows, which was <gasps> amazing. This is amazing. That's probably one so of the good. best places to eat uh, in Detroit. That's amazing eats. Did you get their macaroni and cheese? I don't even remember. I just remember everything. I I'm pretty sure I got the mac and cheese. I pretty the sure I got barbecue. Like, the mac and cheese, the brisket. Yeah. Um, the. I want to say the probably ribs, the mash and, and the ribs. Yeah. I had a bunch of stuff. The what made no sense to me was that all that food was good, and I, then I had cheesecake, and the cheesecake was even better. And I was just like, "Why? How? Like this? Is, <laughs> like how? How? Like you guys are just should be good. Like I was expecting like okay cheesecake. That shit yeah. made no sense. Why it was so good." But here's the difference between like Detroit barbecue and Texas barbecue. When you go to Detroit barbecue place, you sit down and they just serve you. When you go to the Texas barbecue, they walk you through the smokehouse before yes. you even get to order. Yes. And it's like they put it on a tray. You're not on a plate. They just pile the meat. They're like, how many pounds of meat do you want of what kind? And they just pile it on a tray. Wow. And then you go through like a buffet line. You get all your sides and everything. 
and then they check you out. But um, yeah, you go through the smokehouse and that's an experience in and of itself. It's really cool. I just want to add nice. on. I don't live there, but I live through channels that live there. Yeah. Every single person who does a review starts oh, out no, in the front. We lost Val. Okay. We lost, you go through the front and they walk. It's like they walk through the whole kitchen. Regular yeah, person. Smoke, you walk house. through, you pick whatever mm -hmm. you want, and you go to the line. There's a tray. Most people don't even stay inside. They're outside. Unless, you know, mm -hmm. it's an establishment that's inside. They go outside. Texas, for me, is what I'm going to go to either this year or the following year. I'm going to make get my Olympia body. I'm going to starve myself, get all these muscles, look great, great. And then I'm going to Texas to pick out. I'm going to get every single um, calorie I miss right there in Texas. Go to Snows. Snows is the yes. same way. It's like a little trailer and they start cooking at like 2 a.m. and they cook mm -hmm. and cook and cook and cook. But you gotta get in line or they run out of food. Mm. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna divert this Sorry. food. We could do a whole show on that for sure. Um <laughs> I'll breeze through announcements. As always, check out the news cascade. Go check out uh BMAC over at um TV. Are you guys still on hiatus? No, we're coming back this week. Uh Yay. the Yay. conversation. Nice. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, we're coming back this week. I can't recall what, what it is that we're gonna discuss. <laughs> something about something. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> go, 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 awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Go I check out TV. Oh. Uh, go check out our 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 crew at uh, Four Letter Nerd. Go check out Catch the Craze. Uh, go check out Pong at the Sin Shop. He's getting ready for the robot fight, so be uh, on the lookout mm. for that. Uh, I'm on Switch hiatus, so don't don't bother. Uh, as always, look at out uh, for um, Conky Combat and uh, Sebastian Bonet Art on Patreon. Uh, I that's Bonnie. about it uh, for everything. And check out Lori on the Tuesday Morning Brew on the Madness channel. Well, we're going to get into you. That was a very good segue because I want to talk about your newest Kickstarter <laughs> and how you're going to, put, again, just break our hearts. So, welcome back. <laughs> I was welcome like, welcome back. do you want to know well, where I'm going or? <laughs> listen, Lori. Every time you come here, you you somehow make me smile and just make me sad. So, <laughs> as one of my favorite people and one of my favorite one of my favorite like villains, I like it's not even like you try, you want to be. It's a whole thing. Tell it us what you're getting really into. Annoying. Tell us what you're getting into with this newest Kickstarter. Uh, we'll drop some of uh, what what the what the page looks like and and talk about it. But what's happening with Path of the Pale Rider? Right. So um, just in case anybody doesn't know, if you've been living under a rock, I'm Lori Calcaterra, writer, creator of Path of the Pale Rider, which is a Western apocalypse series where death has been broken. So kind of what they're alluding to is in this world, your body can die, but your soul doesn't leave your body upon death. So you're in it as it decays. Your brain rots in its skull and you become you lose your humanity, you lose your memory, you become violent, you become detached in this world. And it's people, animals, insects, nothing dies correctly. Yeah. And uh, the story is a Western. Because... A million different pieces and still be <laughs> conscious in every uh -huh. piece of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can light you on fire and burn you into ashes and you're still in your ashes, which is terrifying. Um, you yeah. can't shoot them in the head and take them out. You just shoot them in the head and you make them more chaotic because they have less of their brain. Mm. Uh, we have a giant undead bear named Big James who is a 
it's a bad day if you meet this shot. Hey, yo, it's pops. <laughs> um, if you meet Big James on the road, it's a bad day. It's a bad day, people, because uh, bears are an apex predator. You cannot outrun them. They climb trees. They swim. And uh, so we are in the point in the story. So the first two issues were in the apocalyptic West. We start 10 years into that. And uh, you get to see Jude St. Clair, who's like the last cowboy looking for the answer of why the dead no longer die. Um, you see him battle. You see him make bad decisions. You see him with living people. He's looking for a guy. He finds him and finds out it's the town drunk. And um, you never know if you can really trust this guy or not. And then issue three, we take a time jump. We go back to the beginning of the crisis, the day that death went missing. And you see the story from Jude St. Clair's point of view, who nice. he's a young man. He's an EMT. We smash someone with a car because he sings an Elvis song and he deserves it because please don't <laughs> sing in the ghetto by Elvis <laughs> Presley or you die. Wow. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to smash you with a car or just wipe. Yeah, you're done. So don't sing that song. Um, issue number four, we pick up where we left off. Now, in issue number three, you get to see the everything kind of fall apart. The famine, the ethical problems, the unrest, the riots. Mm. And now, when you guys read that, did you have PTSD for 2020? Yeah. I, I wrote it. In, I just want to remind people, I wrote it in 2018. Mm. so yeah. when i wrote it and then we lived it it was scary um being glued to the tv and watching current events one after the other just kind of unfold watching mm -hmm. the government start to make decisions for you um all of that is in issue number three and then of course on that last page i break your heart and something bad happens and then in issue four, we we pick Every up time. where we left off. We immediately pick up with that. Um, I have some preview pages on the Kickstarter. It's in a GIF that plays. But if you haven't read issue three, it's definitely a spoiler. Um, well, but Lori, it's, it's take us through reading. this Kickstarter. You're, oh my yeah. God, crushing it, crushing yeah, this Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're $1 away from hitting our next stretch goal, which is awesome. We're going to unlock some more things. And I, there's actually two stretch goals right around the corner. So at 5,500, we break a stretch goal where we have, I send out koozies to everybody. Yeah, koozies. Skull heads on them, right? And then at 100 backers, <laughs> we unlock another poker card. We've already unlocked one. So um, well, there's. I'm not going to play this whole video, but I just want to show you like the first three seconds. Ready? We really have no idea. <laughs> so yeah um Yo, so that lady Lori that got green with her her <laughs> I love it. i'm sorry i shouldn't have laughed so hard mike's, mike's new to me so uh uh yeah the rest of you all have all experienced Lori calcaterra but mike i'm sorry um, <laughs> all right i enjoyed it thank you no um we creamed her with the car um she joins me why are you uh, so I'm like, you know, like cool I, looking Kickstarter campaigns and end up having to back. Oh, but do, you man. will not That's regret this one. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So um, here's me, writer, creator, Lori Calcaterra. And then I am joined by none other than Ellie Brock. Um, here, wait, guys. Your brain rots in your skull. So oh, it's me and me. You, Check it out. Confused. Yep. Forgetful. Totally. Violent. Not yet. We're detached. Whatever. 
She gets a little crazy. We start talking like recap of the issues. She like freaks out over Big James. Um, this is fine here. I'll just Ten show you this. years into the apocalypse, um, he meets Big James. Consequences. Uh, issue two, um, Jude St. Clair goes to the town of Santa Claus looking for information and he picks a fight and consequences. Please stop doing that. Um, she loses an eyeball. It's great. I got to show you that. <laughs> so here we are talking about the art team and she's going to tell us the variant covers. She takes uh, credit for the sketch cover and then um, she has a problem oh, with her eye. James from your favorite artist. I just wanted to be oh, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> is a fan interactive experience where there's a riddle on the back of every cover and there are short films that enrich the story where you can interact with the world. <laughs> We're building a poker deck. I talk about that. Like, seriously, go watch the video. There's lots of good stuff on there. Hey, Don. In advance for your support. Thank you for supporting Indy. Hi, Don. Ellie, um, any last words you want to say? Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Sure. <laughs> These are great. Great. She's just um she's a little chaotic because her brain's rotting. So yeah. So um it's great video. Go watch it. I still tell you all about Path of the Pale Rider with a little bit of dark comic relief there. Um, here's the A cover by Marco DeFillo. Um, beautiful, beautiful cover. As you can see, there's a lot more zombies coming in this issue. Um, if you look at this though. Look, this is his house, and it's disappearing into the void. Um, there's this big old symbol mm. on the house that means something. We've been seeing this pop up. He's wearing something around his neck. Law, can you tell where it is? I feel like barely, but if I, if I know, it's the uh, the monitor. No, no, he's wearing his mother's locket around his neck. Ooh. Oh, um. Another fun fact about this, they're they're all the zombies are wearing these arm patches with this um patch. It's a dead outside, still human inside patch. And we actually wore these in the first short film. So as we were rioting in the first short film, we wore these. So it's like the short films lead to the comic, which lead to the riddles, which lead to the short films. They all tie together, which is so much fun. Um, oh, don't want to show that. Seabass oh, <laughs> is, is in chat. Hey guys, sorry, missing tonight. Mike, Lori, love, much love to you guys. Hi. Nerds fam, see you guys next week. Love oh, you, we missed you, uh, you go says, Hey, Seabass, feel free to drop your linguistic tapos. I mean, typos <laughs> in chat. <laughs> Shots so, fired. For people that are watching, I'm not going to take too much time because I want to talk about Castlevania, but if you like. Things like Book of Eli, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Walking Dead, and Cocaine Bear. That's Path of the Pale Rider right there. Um, I mean, that's very, yo, that is a very accurate. accurate, like, you like this? Perfect description of it. I think so. would be going crazy right now. Seabass would be going crazy. Oh, he, I mean, he's, he's, oh yeah, he's used to me. Um, We have unlocked. We we love this series so much on the show. Okay. Um, There's a blooper reel. Feel free to watch this. Ellie Brock from WDD Channel 13. Are you okay? I'm okay. 
Hi, Jinx and Sue. Um, we have a bunch of really cool variant covers. Like that, this one cracks me up. It, they, they're meant to, you know, either be beautiful and haunting or to get a reaction. We're very much into the zombie apocalypse at this point. And now, remember, I say zombies, but it's not flesh eating zombies. They're just trying to continue. It's you. It's me. It's your mom. Mm -hmm. Um, your neighbor. Um, you're just rotting and losing your humanity slowly, but there's that collector van in the background. So it's like, they're trying to just have a cookout. I don't know how she's going to eat that hot dog, but, um, yeah. Yeah. You start to get like the moral implications of like, do I even want to be a carnivore at this point? Do I want to, do I want to be vegan? Cause even that's like, just, <laughs> well, zombie cause vegan? again, um, you can be a vegan if you can find food. It's just that the pesticides don't work on the bugs. So they eat yeah. all the crops. So there's a lot less food to go around. Um, oh, this sounds like this needs to be a show. And I need to get We've been saying this everybody. for so long. We've been Mad saying everybody. Uh, Lori, I've met you for the first time. And I want to thank you for also making me smile and making me sad. <laughs> See, you didn't laugh. He's like, every time you come on, you make me laugh and you make me sad at the same time. <laughs> you <laughs> are giving me toxic relationship. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Don't worry, I'm married. <laughs> he's got to deal with me. But then he's the one that gets to run me over. He runs me over with the car, so he gets his vengeance. <laughs> uh, we have a sketch cover this time around. So if you want to have your favorite artist draw a Big James or our Jude Sinclair or a pack of zombies, you can. Or you can have Marco DeFillo draw one for you too. Um, feel free to go through the recaps. We have, we're, again, we're, I did GIFs because when you're four issues in, it's a lot of scrolling if you're going to show all the art. So I tried to show like the variant covers, the in, a few pages of interiors. And then it has like just a little bit of a recap, like Jude ventures through the wild looking for someone or something to answer the question, why did the dead no longer die? Um, issue two, welcome to Santa Claus, which is again, is hilarious. Because... What's up, Pong? Pong is in the building. Of course. Because there's an actual town of Santa Claus in Arizona. Mm -hmm. um it's a ghost town in real life but in this story you know he goes there and it's uh the red cover is the christmas tree of doom which i think is hilarious nice issue number three was where we jump back to day one of the apocalypse mm -hmm. death went missing i think i got the the cover where he's sitting outside of the truck yeah um, yeah um marco's covers are so beautiful and colorful and I have them all in metal, and they're gorgeous. That's um, dope. I threw on an add-on. So if someone wanted to complete their metal cover collection, you can actually get metal cover of issue number one as an add-on in this one. Um, nice. We're moving on from metal covers, starting with issue number five. We're going to do wooden covers. Okay. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff you can add on. You can add on extra T-shirts. I have a trucker hat um level but if you want to get other stuff you can always add on the trucker hat the pdfs we have a choose your own adventure book which uh is a blast i kill you in the most gruesome ways i can think of <laughs> um yeah i think there's a few decapitations i think when you're on fire you find big james in another one there's another one where you actually <laughs> die and you continue as an undead person in the story nice. um 
If you happen to make it to the end, you get immortalized as a gunslinger in the apocalyptic West. It's really cool. Um, nice. So that I definitely recommend getting that. Um, since we are building a poker deck, if you missed a previous campaign, you can always add on the poker cards. So that way you're not missing cards when we get to the end. Um, all the past physical copies. Um, and then, of course, if you want to add on a signature for myself or Marco DeFillo or both, you can do that there as well. Okay. Here's a closer look at some of the things. The trucker hat, it's the one that I wear. I'll be making these for everybody. Um, I have some holographic keychains. I got a bunch of keychains. So if you're interested in keychains, let me know. Um, T-shirts, here's a closer look. And again, we're picking sides. So if you're a living exclusionist, no pulse equals no rights. So in other words, if once you're dead, get out. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're dangerous. You probably try to hurt me by or on purpose or by accident because you don't care. Um, goodbye. And then, of course, if you are an undead sympathizer, it's dead outside, still human inside. Undead still have feelings. <laughs> Maybe. Were you going to say, a lot of people say this too. We're like, Lori, you need to have the shirt, the shirt where it says dead inside, still human. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. well, that's a little too spot on. Closer look at the poker cards. Again, these reveal every 50 backers. We unlock the Ace of Hearts to go along with our King of Hearts that we got last time. And then um, we're really, we got 10 more backers. We'll all release the next one. If we get to 150, that would be great. We'll do another. If we get to 200, I'll keep going, but I don't, I don't know if we'll get there, but that's cool. As many right. as we get, we will unlock. Um, stretch goals at 5,000. We already unlocked this. I love these because it's a huge NDF bundle. I said it as the wrong thing. Indie PDF bundle. Let me try that again. So oh, it good. is an additional 15 digital comics that you get oh. for free. So if you back, look at this. If you back at $5, you get 16 comics for $5. What's, What's up, going Mom? on, George? What's up, George? What's up, George? See what I mean? So it's real easy um to get all sorts of good stuff and these are all indie gold i love them all so um it's a good deal and then here's the next one we're a dollar away from this so i was like i'm in texas where it's pretty much always hot it's really nice you can have a black or white koozie these have the um holographic vinyl on them and then the white ones are sublimation so everybody will be getting everybody with a physical uh backing will get one of these we're about to break it anytime nice. yeah um by the end of this episode. Pretty much. For sure. Hopefully. Um, 6,000, we do what's called a slice and dice. I don't know. Did anybody catch the... You catch me slicing, murdering the watermelon or no? I don't think I did. No. <laughs> All I right. Well, it's on my, it's on my YouTube channel. Anybody cares. I'm here for it. Um, so being that I'm a martial artist, I have a collection of swords and knives. <laughs> and um, yeah. Um. I did a poll I mean, of that's the, not the only reason why you need a collection of swords and knives, though. It would but be as a martial art. Some people just like to collect them. I don't know. Don Don saw the watermelon. <laughs> so, yeah, Don got to vote on the weapon, and then we named the watermelon, and the fans chose King Joffrey Baratheon. Oh, oh that must have been great. <laughs> so, um, I dressed Amazing. up as Pikachu, and we slaughtered a watermelon in my backyard on a live stream. <laughs> It is now currently growing out of my lawn and seeking vengeance. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Watermelon grow. But um, 
this, you know, since we're in October, we might as well smash a pumpkin. And um, if we get here, I will smash it on Halloween and I'll dress up as something crazy. I don't know what yet. So. Nice. Very cool. Fair enough. I got some bookmarks and with some Morse code. Dawn requests slaughter, slaughter and beat it. And beat it. Well, she's referring to um, the soup can in the sock. So I let people write in suggestions for the weapon as well. And I got some kind of weird ones. Someone said a soup kitten. can in a sock. Can in a sock. All right. It's a prison a weapon. Beating. It's a beating. It's a prison yeah. weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm. Um, it had a really great destructive diameter. Mm. Like it just went everywhere so we might see the return of the soup can in the sock when we get here that will be great um i got lots of stuff i got lots of shenanigans up my sleeves right um and this does say something in morse code so you have to solve that gotcha if we get a little bit farther uh there's big james enamel pins and um if we get to 7500 my this head will explode and we'll get something out of it i don't know <laughs> nice. Very nice. total recall there you go um on the back of every cover is a riddle so solve these will take you to some place in the digital or real world. This one is a, you'll find a group. This one, you get something in the mailbox from one of my characters. So you get to interact with them like they're real. Um, this one is a QR scavenger hunt, QR code scavenger hunt. And a lot of these are just uh, like trailers to the quick and the quick and the dead or night of the living dead or, um, stuff that is either inspired Path of the Pale Rider or I just think it's funny. There's a Rick Roll. There's a um, the Swedish chef making hot sauce because we had hot sauce as a reward last campaign. But one of these is actual bonus material from Path of the Pale Rider. It is a, another short film that I put together. It's creepy and it's like you stumbled upon it on the internet by accident. Um, you'll know which one it is when you find it. Um, here's all the short films. So again, here's Ellie Brock interviewing people. These are fun because we get to explore more of Path of the Pale Rider um, outside of the story. Like Jude St. Clair is on a certain path and things are happening in the world other places that you might not see in the story because I just don't have time to tell it. So instead of writing a fluff issue, we have these and fans are in them. So like this one, for example, I'm not going to show this, but these are all like people, fans who read Path of the Where did they come from? Um, outer space. Why do you think the death process is broken? I can tell you. It's funny, right? They yeah. get to say whatever they want. That. Yeah. And some of them say really poignant things like food, um, government, virus. And other people are like, it's voodoo and it's pygmies. And they say just crazy stuff, right? Um, this last one we did was a jump scare one. Don, Don is in this one. Let's see if we can find you, Don. At the very end, we kill a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> right? So. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. Love it already. <laughs> VMAC was not ready for me. I know. I didn't say I was the best actress lady. But now it's like so these are funny. these some people are fans interspliced with things I pulled from the internet, right? So mm -hmm. it's like so there's different ways to participate. You can send in video, like I had people send in video that are part of this, and then I have people that just want to send in pictures of them being dead bodies. So there's different ways to participate, and we're working on the fourth one. Um, it's called a day in the life, and we're gonna explore 
the nuclear family and when one of the people passes and is now undead. So they pass into the gray and you get to see kind of how a family would approach that if like it's a family of four and the dad is now undead. What happens? Huh. So That's interesting. That must be that. Are you making that already? Yeah, we're working on that now. That's 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 genius. <laughs> Thank you. There's you us it. as creators. This is the first time yeah. Rachel let me put her picture up too. She's our editor. Our budget. I'm kind of going fast because I, I got so many things to talk about. It's just insane. <laughs> no worries. Um, and no, then I it. recommend a bunch of other projects. Um, a couple of the things I want to point out in the rewards. So there's four, five covers. So there's Marco's cover and then the variants. They're all the same price. So I didn't, there's no more expensive one. Um, here's the collector patches. So again, the collectors are like the police force that come pick you up when you're undead because it is now illegal to be undead in this world. Um, they will pick you up and disappear you. Hopefully it's someplace nice, but it's me. So no, it's not. <laughs> here's the hat. Um, here's the ketchup. I mean, ketchup. This one has all of the issues. So you can get one box and read one through four, um, which is pretty cool um, to just nice. sit down and read them all. Here's the two t-shirts. Um, here's the metal cover, which is beautiful. I dropped the price on these since we were also offering the um, issue number one metal. These used to be a hundred bucks. They're 75. The, um, the super secret. I'm not a dead challenge. Challenge. That's I'm sure they call themselves that as well. <laughs> What do we call them? The undead condition. We call them all sorts of things. Passing mm. into the gray. Yeah. Um, the super secret. This is something that I handcraft. Um, the first one I did was called the bones of despair. It was a wooden box in a glass bottle with um, ashes and bones inside. Yeah. And then I wrote a poem about how if you put a seashell to your ear, you can hear the ocean. What happens if you put a bottle of bones to your ear. Do you hear the voices of the soul trapped inside? Hmm. It's interesting. Just in time for spooky season. All yeah. right. God, right. Damn. So this is not that. This is something different, but um, I hand I hand make all of these. So um, if you want something different that you can't get in the store along with a full set of books, you want you want the super secret. So those will jump around in price too. It just depends on what I'm making. Um, I have a couple of retail rewards. That's dark and twisted, and damn it, it always, I'm here for it. It's always dark and twisted. Same I'm sorry. You go. So I mean, we have the darkness, but we also have like the lighthearted shenanigans that go along because you cannot, you can't just stay in the darkness the whole time. We got to smash watermelons and be funny in the meantime, and yeah. that's just how we roll. I do have a couple of retail rewards. I have one with just books for a hundred bucks. Um, if you're a retailer and you're interested, just let me know. Um, this is kind of what I thought you would want, but if you want something different, I'll put it together for you. No big deal. All the covers, $125. You get the A cover is metal, which is normally a hundred bucks plus all the other ones for 125. It's a good set. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Funko Pops. I love these. This is Dwayne Fink. He's our lovable drunk from issue number two. This guy who knows something. But what does he know? 
who knows because he's always drunk and he falls off the table <laughs> um so we premiered him last campaign someone got the 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 first one and then always on the following campaign we'll we'll take the new one and we'll make like five available so it looks like there's three backers there's two left for these so if someone wants a hand these are not from funko these are custom made um oh yeah just so you know that these are not like mass produced these are high quality they do the boxes and everything they do amazing work nice. um and then these i love these you can get your sketch cover uh with art from marco de Filo for 200 bucks this is a steal um portion of this money goes directly to pay marco for the art and you could get your own original big james that no one else will have which is amazing nice. wow. that's really cool um i think you get a t-shirt let's say I forget. There's other stuff that comes with it. <laughs> There's another retail award if you also want a full page ad inside the book. Um, one of these is gone. There's one left where I throw just basically everything. You get all the books. You get 11 by 17 poster to hang in your store. You get a t-shirt for you to keep. And then I throw in a bunch of elevator pitch postcards. So basically, you don't have to memorize my pitch. My postcards sit on your desk. And if people are interested, you just hand them one. It has my pitch on it and then a QR code for people to read a sample of the book. Super easy. Make life easy, right? Yes. And so these are all gone. We had an early bird with a sticker, a collectible sticker, which we run every campaign. And then this is the Singularity, which is the new Funko of Cali St. Clair. <laughs> La knows. <laughs> <laughs> and then we throw in everything else. So these Singularity levels are usually a hot commodity and they've People fight over this one, but it's one of the first ones to go every campaign. So someone's getting a Callie St. Clair. What color will she be? We don't know. <laughs> so, yep. Woo. We jumped again. Thank you. Yay. We unlocked right. the cookies. Thank you. Yay. Hey. Yay. <laughs> Everybody gets a koozie. So, yeah, that's what we're about. Um, I kind of went through it pretty quick because um, I don't want to take up the entire show. <laughs> talking no about Patrick writer well, but, we, uh, we love it i mean you're too. from the very beginning the story is awesome and and we <laughs> you know how to showcase it and you have great ideas and everything that you put together the and it deserves its due time thank Absolutely. you yeah thank you I, and i love all of you guys from the first interview when law was like what you like i've told yeah. it to people and they're just like nah right. i'm like yeah it's it's so good anytime i talk about guests to any like a coworker or a friend of mine about when i'm on the show and, and i like your your story is always the thing i highlight the most Absolutely. It's, it's it's just so great thank you yeah, we try. We try to set ourselves apart. We do fun stuff. We we have a we're having a fun time, and I think it shows. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That people are showing up to support. In um, Kickstarter is so important to indie creators. It's our time to hopefully continue. You know, we get the funds so that we continue can continue to tell the story. Mm -hmm. um, so any contribution helps. If it's five dollars, it's whatever your you know your heart desires on this but you will be on the thank you page and have a place in my heart um you know for helping us make this come true um it's really uh been a wild ride it's been what and not even two years yet um that's crazy oh, no. 
And you're yeah. already at, at like issue four. Like that's mm-hmm. so wild. Mm-hmm. I know. Can you? When we first started, we were like, "Yeah, we're friends now," and like here we are, almost two years later, still working on it. And then uh, we'll see where we go. I keep telling you guys, issue seven. It was issue eight, and then we combined. Actually, four and five got combined into four. So it's going to be a little bit bigger, 28 pages versus 24. Um, I took a look at the two scripts, and it made sense to combine them. And, uh, yeah, so you're going to get a a little more action than what was intended, but you'll still hate me at the end. Sorry. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Sensational. Uh, That hate is a strong word. It's just... You know, you just I, know how to crush I, our souls. Well, let's let's talk about it because again, something very poignant happened in the last one. We have to deal with it in some way, shape, or form. But where we are in the story, Jude St. Clair is still in the past, and we're showing mm-hmm. what puts him on the path to become who he is in that first issue. So there is something, obviously, something has already happened, but there's more that happens to this man to put him on his path. So this is kind of where you get to see exactly. The trauma. Hi, Mike from the window over. Um, as you've been giving previews of this, and I don't want to get invested. You sound like you're going to give me a great season, and then I'm not saying you're going to do this because you obviously finished it, and then you're going to leave me hanging. You know what I'm saying? You're going to give me that kind of heartbreak. No, um, Rory. Nah, nah, I say nah, nah, no. Nah, 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 nah. I know. It's I know she. I know she finished it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying the nah. heartbreak. Here's it's the, the heartbreak of George R.R. R. Martin giving you yes. characters to love, like you actually genuinely love them. And she's like, so uh, about that. <laughs> but but in this world, Mike, um, I can kill off never characters. I've never been so upset about a horse in my entire goddamn <laughs> life. I'm so <laughs> like, mad about Issue one yeah. is the thing because I've had people. Um, like, okay, why? so I was so at a con early. this weekend and someone bought issue one read it and then came back and was like how dare you and i was like i'm sorry i'm so sorry and he was like give me the rest now and i was like okay all right <laughs> like here you go and he's like i'm so mad at you take my money and i'm like all right hugo's asking no so Lori, you're saying that even back in only issue four you're getting a bonus since issues or since yeah. it's the story of four and five it is it used to be okay so when i wrote the script it was a full-length movie um, it's a, it's a movie script, and we broke it up into issues to turn it into a um, a comic book because we thought that was a better fit for it. Also, I didn't have to pitch to Netflix because that's terrifying. Um, but it was thirteen issues, and when I looked at it as a whole, and especially as we got further on and we started figuring out like the indie comic thing, um, Marco, my artist, and I sat down. We were like, four and five would be so much better together. Um, and it makes more sense because 12 is a nice round number and we're going to be doing trade paperbacks. So it makes sense for like four issue, four issue, four issue, right? So you get three trade paperbacks for the whole arc. And now when I say arc, I wrote this as a full, but if we think about it as like a Netflix series, that's season one, there is season two and there's a season three. There is an ending though. Um, this is, once we get to that 36 issue, it's the end, um, which I think makes the story so much stronger because it would be comparing two TV shows like Breaking Bad, which you know they had an ending from the beginning because they worked towards it every single issue versus Lost, where they were like, we don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Right. Mm. So I'm more along the lines of striving for a breaking bad. I want you to get to that ending. Everything wraps up nicely. Everybody is happy or sad, depending on what you feel. 13 is a bigger stuff. I know. I know. I liked unlucky point. number 13. That is a very good point. I did. I really did. But um, 12 makes much more sense. And I think you guys will appreciate the story um, with four and five together because in five, we get back to the where we left Jude St. Clair in two. So like one and two, and then we go back to the beginning. Three mm -hmm. and four, we're in the past. And then we start like the whole, the next, like act number two, we catch up to the, the present. So it made more sense instead of having another issue in the past. Um, it made yeah. more sense. Mm -hmm. That works. Storytelling wise, uh, sure. right? Yeah. And this one oh, is man. like, it's the end. It's the end of the old normal. We burn it all down. <laughs> and then it's the birth of the new normal. We started time over as well. So it's no longer 2020. It's 1YA is the new calendar. And it goes mm. forward. So um, look at some of the YA, mm -hmm. YA, year of the apocalypse. Oh, one okay. first year of the apocalypse. She's gonna break our hearts. I see it. I see it. I, oh, it. I am it's, so ready it's, for when it's Mike so joins exciting. me on this emotional roller coaster. And she's ride. trying to package it like it's, it's worth it. Like you know, it's okay to go <laughs> oh, through it. it. No, Lori. No. Okay. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Someone feels my, my plight right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> but listen to them. They all have read it and they're all in it. Yeah. It's worth yes. it. It's it's a journey. Oh, yeah. There we have some really big moments we're building up to. Um, and I'm telling you, issue number seven will knock your socks off. If uh if that's the time to pitch to Netflix, that's it. Mm. That's true. it. Said, we'll get Mike, there. you sound heartbroken you sound, already, man. He's like, I haven't preview. even read it, and I'm Off heartbroken. I'm very big on protecting my energy right now in my life. And you <laughs> are giving me flags well, that are not in a carnival. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, <laughs> a lot of red flags, for sure. Oh, but man. we have fun things in there. My character swears at people with sign language, and we have a, a drunk that knows so, something and walks around the walks around the apocalypse like we don't care. It's a, a huge green flag. She the said, emotional roller coaster is the red flag. So technically, it's all a beige flag, and we're kind of good for it. I mean, we have a fun time. We smash, we smash watermelons. <laughs> no, no I, I know I'm gonna support and I'm gonna be heartbroken. I'm gonna try not to reach out to you to tell you that, okay? I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna feel try. free. Uh, I uh drink the tears of my readers for joy. Oh I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to pivot us to something that's not as emotionally tormenting as Lori, uh, but still an emotional roller coaster nonetheless. This new, completely new series of Castlevania. Yes. Nocturne, which was by far so amazing. Uh, we're going to do a round the horn. Lori, why don't you get us started? Thoughts real quick about what you thought of the season. Then we'll go to Mike, Val, Tone, and then I'll go. All right. I'm a big fan of the first Castlevania series. Um, I, If I could have any one studio animate Path of the Pale Rider, I would choose them. That would be mm -hmm. how I envision my story animated. Okay. Um, just like between the comedy and the gore 
and the story and the characters that you just fall in love with, um, you have a blast, right? And I was worried coming into this because, again, they did a time jump. Were we going to be emotionally attached to these characters? Are we going to care? Um, we cared. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it more than exceeded my expectations. Um, I thought, and again, I'm usually that person that can look at the, at the overall arc and be like, oh, this is what's coming. And I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happily surprised in several cases um, there's only like one thing I figured out, which was who was Maria's dad. And I was like, aha. Um, but other than that, um, I was surprised pretty much every time. And that's good writing to me when I'm surprised because I can't figure it out. Um, the fights were good. Uh, there was lots of there's more character development coming. They introduced new characters in the very last episode where I was like, no, <laughs> yes, yes. And no, and I can't wait. Um, right. I want to see more of the grandfather just um, yep. I think there's yep. plenty of stuff coming from that direction. And so this one is 300 years after what we watched in the first yes. series. So that kind of gives you the time frame of where we are. Um, so things are different, but um, vampires can be around a long time. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely watch. I'm going to stop there so everybody else can say something. So I don't go on for hours and hours, but go watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> if you haven't watched it. Mr. Mike, Mr. Jolta's Colter. <laughs> Before I even get to Jolta, uh, Lady Jolta, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say, as a fan of the games, Castlevania, from honestly creation of the animations on Netflix, I'm sure there are movies I'm forgetting or some spinoffs I'm probably forgetting, or maybe not. They have done an amazing job. You know, uh, it's like, it's like whoever is in charge of the Castlevania brand was like, I know we have something great here. I want to take my time, take specific writers and bring it to, to screen animated wise and do a great job. I don't want to half ass it. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what they've done from since Castlevania uh, season one, I think all the way to three, we've all fallen in love with, uh, all the characters from Dracula's era, you know what I'm saying? Mm, Isaac, yes. you know, I can, I can list off names, but you know, it's, it's been fun. And it's, it, and, and even the story in the first season, the first three seasons or the first arc, if you will, was kind of like, I did not see that coming. I forgot what that, um, what that space was called. But like, remember that time where the guy was going to look for his wife and his wife was in that space and they had kind of had to use it to defeat death. It's yes. kind of like the spirit of room and time and whatnot. I wanted them to expand on that. You know what I'm saying? I hope they do, but we'll see. Um, I say all that to say the Castlevania game story was good. Obviously, you paid it for like the things you can do and the, 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 the secrets and the new power-ups. But this is exactly how you translate games into a series or a movie. And they've been doing a great job. You know, that's kind of been the new thing ever since The Last of Us and whatnot. I fall in love, obviously, with all the characters. Dralta. I'll say this once and I'll move on. I'm mean, actually, I'll let somebody else speak. The first vampire I ever stand in life, in life. Dracula was cool. I was like, all right, cool. Alucard was broody. I'm emotional, you know, like whatever. But like Drolta had the Riz and those heelless, heelless heels or whatever <laughs> that was in the front with the vamps, which is crazy because I didn't know that was called the vamp in the front. Amazing. And it was just like, I kind of, I'm going to stop. Say it. Say it. I kind of wish she wasn't crazy. 
because <laughs> I would definitely shoot my shot. Mike, Mike, I mean, crazy? he said, I don't, I think you would shoot your shot whether she was crazy or not. You I, know mean, I mean, I gotta work on it. You know, she, I don't, she don't go, listen, she, she told, you, get, you get drained either way, man. She, yeah, she told the priest, we, were we just flirting just now? I just want to show you every orifice has teeth. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's for him, right? <laughs> that's for him. Okay. Crazy. Crazy. When they animated the her one. entrance, right? Yes. I oh. was like, what is going on? I'm having yeah. feelings. I don't, I don't want. Okay, we're going to come like, back to I'm that. I'm supposed to be feeling this right now. What's going on? I want to come back to that because her entrance is crazy. And there's crazy, crazy. And then there's public and private crazy. So shoot it, Mike. Hurry. <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, man. <laughs> Val, what you got on it? So, um, I I I had no idea they were doing this. I, I literally found out last week we had to watch it. <laughs> um, because I was I thought Castlevania finished. I'm like, that's they're doing Castlevania? Oh, okay, it's coming back. Oh, okay. So I had looking for Castlevania and I'm like, I already saw this. What are we what are we supposed <laughs> to be watching until I see the new stuff on next and I was like, Nocturne, oh, it's like a spin-off thing. Okay, let's check it out, right? Had no idea what to expect. And and just the first episode with um Belmont mom Have a good passing, night, right? And, Bye, and Thank also you. Also the the dragon type which was brand new oh, to me, Orlok's yeah. character, right? And yeah. I thought that was just really interesting. He's beautiful. He's so beautiful. I I, I was just surprised <laughs> and where they took it. I was like, what's going on here? The whole time frame looks feels different. Everything felt different. So I had no idea. You just I just found out now, Lori. Thanks. Three hundred year time gap. Was not aware. Um, <laughs> binged yeah. it yesterday. Watched every episode up until the last episode, and I watched that today, and was happily surprised with the ending, bringing in a character that I knew and tying it in, and it just it, it was a it's so far a very good story. I'm interested to seeing it's very different, but still gives us the core things of the first series. So I'm I'm enjoying it a lot, and of course the artwork is just amazing. Yep. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tone. Uh, I. I I loved it. I'm I'm. It's exactly what we needed after having Trevor and Cipher. I I really enjoyed how different Richter is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the wisecracking ass that Trevor was. That we you know the lovable ass that he became yeah. as we followed him mm-hmm. in four seasons. And Richter is this uh, pompous yuppie who gets who gets his tail between his legs when he sees the guy who killed his mother. And it, mm-hmm. it's a it's a the big beautiful guy. Home. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, he's he's got Riz. Very pretty man. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Beautiful Aztec man. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm glad they cleared that up because I was like, what what are we working Um, with here? I need to know. (laughs) You know, and it it was a really good growth moment for Richter. We got eight episodes, whereas in the first season of the first foray into Castlevania, we got four episodes, and those four episodes were like. I, I need, need more, more of this. Those four episodes had us in a chokehold. They had us yes. in a chokehold. Yes. Uh, and so I think they did such a fantastic job of giving us a different protagonist. And Maria is such a really fun, a really fun character. And she's a seeing her big... power was crazy. And then the girl from the Caribbean, uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Annette. 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 Yeah, Annette. 
her power she's legit that was mm-hmm. so good it was just so good yeah it's all gonna i i'm looking Vacation. forward to seeing them all grow too because mm-hmm. even by the end of it they all had leveled up yeah yeah <laughs> There's a there's a meme that I sent to the group chat that said Castlevania saw us all complaining about the lack of native and black vampires and said just wait a minute and give the give us yep. that. Yes. They said let yes. us cook. Yo, they're like, well, we're working on it right now. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I can't wait till you finish because I'm gonna go in. Lori never gets off the podcast. <laughs> I worked. Can you blame me? Right. Get I want to make us succeed. Yes, Rick. You know, <laughs> Long? but uh, so I absolutely loved it. it. It was it was so such a like I had to I had to remember like this is not Trevor because I yeah. absolutely adore Trevor so much. Uh, so like with like the change of like the time jump, uh, the main character with um. I feel like even the animation style, like there's slight, it's not as like a heavy black lines and whatnot. It's like a lighter, you can tell even the art behind us. Um, so there was a lot of things that I, it took me a second to like get used to. And then immediately you're like just immersed in this world that we you know, have grown to love. And again, like the characters are so well done. The story, like Lori said, just didn't go where I expected it to go. And I just mm-hmm. kept going. I'm trying to like, see if I can get ahead of it and to see like mm-hmm. what the end game. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it going, oh, we're definitely getting another season. Like there's yeah. only eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way they leave us. And then the way they left us, I was mm. like, oh no. I know. I gotta right? wait. I gotta wait. I like I'm surprised we have a Russian vampire posing as an Egyptian god. And right. Oh, it's really it's an interesting that way. Yeah. It was I would like bonkers. to know how she got that blood. Right. Um, yeah, it's a whole be a thing. Story behind like, that. I'm also, I'm also like loving the fact that they chose like another notable figure in like you know lore yeah. and whatnot. Because Elizabeth Elizabeth Bathory was just oh, a yeah. monster of a woman. She, like she yeah. bathed in the blood of virgins for real. Yeah. This lady yep. to protect her beauty. Like she is basically the female equivalent of where Dracula gets that influence of uh, from Vlad the Impaler. Like these are all yeah. legit stories. So like having her being, I was like, yo, what are they gonna do with her? What is she gonna look like? And then just the the presence of her was like, oh shit, she's larger than life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. I didn't think so though. It was no. all Jolta for me. It was all Jolta. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, 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 Hold on. Before we go into I, it, yeah, you're all correct. You are all correct right now. But Lori, ask your question because we're gonna go into. Well, well, we didn't see right? a whole lot of the Messiah, whatever you call her. We yeah. see more Jolta than anything else. It's yeah. not until like the last episode and a half that you get more of her, and she's just <laughs> as commanding as Jolta was throughout this the the season. Mm-hmm. Or if that's good story writing right there, because if Drolda is a badass and she's kind of what we see is all all powerful compared to the other ones. Mm -hmm. If she has her alliance to someone that she's calling the Messiah, they have to be more powerful than she is, which is scary. Right. Um, My question was for you guys. What did you think about the singing? I thought it was amazing. Um, So Castlevania has always been. 
a game. It, it's Castlevania for me was all about different arts when mm-hmm. when when they get a chance to do it. Uh, it's kind of like the anime uh, Cowboy Bebop. All right, Cowboy Bebop. If you take it out for the layers, it's got great animation. It's got jazz. It's got all types of art in it. Like, you know, it's easy to miss it and just enjoy the animation. Uh, When you play the games, generally there's opera singing in the background. Sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it's a Mm -hmm. little more pronounced. But at least, and even there's organs and stuff. So, like, it's a musical composure. Like, it's, I wouldn't doubt if there's a guy, like, you know, in there, like, working those wands, you know, the director's wands and whatnot. Um, I thought it was amazing. It was fitting also because if you thought Castlevania was, and I'm going to say too white, here it is. They're showing an actual thing where a black man who was, I believe he was born in France and he was born free, had to adapt and use his skills to put white people who were in power, you know, at bay and learn and survive. That's a legit thing. And that is as Haitian. She speaks Creole. Uh, She speaks to the... um, the motherland and also the ancestors. So, so yeah. those are great things. So it's not like it's just like, oh well, here's a black character you like that. No, they went deep into the roots. Yes. Arguably, just as re- uh, researched as like Black Panther two and other great black uh, movies that I won't necessarily say. But like, it, it was amazing to see that the the singing was dope, and I thought I would get tired of it, but it actually brought a lot of things together because it got better towards the end. And what I we agree. were seeing tied into how yes. it was feeling yes right yes. and, and also, it was in done in multiple languages because yeah. he was yes. singing in latin and or singing in latin, Italian and, French. And, latin and, French. and like there's so many different things going on and it also helped like not only just set the mood for the scene but like kind of give a Especially like the fight scenes at the end yeah yeah it, it, i don't know it gave a sense of like humanity in like a scene where it was yeah. basically like mortifying or, or, or Richter uh, and Dolce's fight and him whipping her and cutting her up and that's and then the music playing was probably the highlight for me of the season itself. I just want to add on to like I think maybe you guys have missed it. Maybe you kind of took note of it. Castlevania for the most part games and movie is very dark it is mm-hmm. and there's generally like a really sad component so I'm not gonna ruin it here because I don't know if we're doing spoilers but yeah, the are. music went to a Bro, place spoil away. <laughs> okay so uh what was his name um what was the guy's name that sings opera I forgot his name now Edward 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 went to hell mm-hmm. Edward who was born human, transformed, went to hell to make, to, you know what I'm saying? Well, on the way to help with the machine. That's not it. That is the thing you kind of glaze over. Like, oh, he's going to hell. Homie is going to hell. He was transformed. His soul was locked in a, uh, a transformed Demon. body, you know, and he's going to hell to deal with demons there. What? They didn't yeah. even let you die peacefully, right? And you were supposed to be a servant. You fight, and then you're going to. I, and I know I said this about three times, but imagine going to hell if there is such a place. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you believe, going to hell. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee you're coming back. And what happens if you die there? Well, that, he's and already then, dead. But his soul is trapped to the body, so it's like limbo in a sense. But then you're going to hell. <laughs> like and, and I'm that's, sorry. That's interesting how they did that with the night creatures, though, because the night yes. creatures were supposed to be a, a lifeless vessel 
where the soul of the demon goes into the body. So right. this is something different. Somehow they were able to hold on to their humanity. So in my opinion, either the forge master was not good, which it was the abbot, and he was not a forge master. He had a machine that who knows who created it. Maybe right. it was malfunctioning because none of that it's happened in the first ones. Right. I don't know if it was something where like he, yeah, there was a whole process to do with this. It didn't feel like, uh, he I don't was think a he forged master in that he, he found the machine, clicked the button, was like, "I can do this," but I'm not the artist of right. the forge master like we had before. He's not yeah. Isaac, right? Because yeah. the right. Isaac and, he, and what was the other one? They the, they were the like they had like a hammer and a knife, and they were actively doing it. There was no mechan there was no machination behind it. So I feel like the the abbot is a, a unworthy forge master, and I think that could be why. Edward and Jacques still have a piece of their humanity. Um, so it works out to our advantage because now we have night night creatures that are able to fight back and be on our side. And speaking of being on our side, the vampire, what's his name? On op Alucard? No, Orlocks. No, Orlocks. Alucard? Mm -hmm. Orlocks. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I feel I like he never really was on anybody's side but his own. Yeah, but yeah. he definitely picked a side at the end. I mean, he saw oppression. He oh, saw oppression wow. from when from when his people were lost, and then he sees this bitch come around. He's like, "I'm not. I already saw that. I, I saw how this. Yeah. I saw how this ended the first time. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. not about this. Even when like when, when Homegirl was like, "You got to bow," and he's like, Ugh. "You see that yeah, face? Like, like, yeah. in, my, in my heart, I was like, it. "Yo, he's gonna end up being Alucard." Like I, just, I thought I, so I, too, I but like, now. Alucard is there. So right. are those so two going like, to interact? Oh. So maybe. Are we going to see them Quite interact? Possibly. That would be interesting. I don't. And it's not going to be pretty. No. Well, they're both pretty, but they're, it's not going to be pretty. Right. They're both pretty. However, <laughs> it won't be pretty when they interact because neither one of them wants to bow and that's going to happen. I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to the fight between him and Richter because I don't care what anybody says and how much growth Richter's out for blood. He's gonna want to kill this his man mother. killed right right his mom. Right. I think and... that's when he'll get his. I don't think he'll be redeemed fully because within the series, so he's definitely gonna die. He has to. I would hope. I think Relax. he knows that. I think he's okay with that though. Yeah, he'll probably I... sacrifice himself for the greater good. Is my guess. Mm, I want to um, fight. Yeah. I want to fight. I well, want. There's to definitely going to be a turmoil. fight. He'll probably, he'll probably toy with Richter and be like, "Ah, kid, move I, on." I think. You know? I think po there's a possibility that Alucard basically tells Richter, like, if you end up killing him, it's just going to perpetuate like this ongoing, like you killed him, so he got, and then just keep that cycle of vengeance going. And he, he's like, I don't know if I, if you want that for yourself. Well, isn't that what Just was saying? Where he was like, there's always another monster. There's always somebody yeah. else that's going to come for you and your family. So no matter how many you kill, it gets old. Mm -hmm. I think... I this... want to see more Just. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. That was, a, that was a twist that I didn't see coming either. I didn't like, see I that like... coming. Right? Well, when the guy said that mm -hmm. he bought him, I, I thought he was another Belmont. Like when he got them the food. But yeah. it confirmed once he was wielding the, the whip, right? I, uh -huh, kind of, yeah. I figured it out when they showed him, but I didn't know the time gap. So I was thinking he was the Belmont we had before, just Trevor. much older. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's not now that I know it's 300 years. And then he said his name. So I was like, okay, that's not him. So who is this guy? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I thought it was Trevor at first when I first saw him. Trevor died at what, the end of the 
Yeah, I don't remember that. No, no, he lived he off. He, he has kids with Cipher. Yeah, yeah, he well, did. No, have, well, he was pregnant was, at the Cypher end of the last one. At the end of it, but and he, he sacrificed died. himself to that death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you see him at the end where, like, he comes. Oh, that's right. Back that's right. I totally forgot. I cried that entire end of the episode, and I was just like, wait, wait. And then so I cried I wonder, again because I'm like, I cried when he left, and I cried when he came back. I was like, yeah. God damn it, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, he came back. Um, I wonder how many kids they had. I, I, that's a good thing. That's a good question because remember, whatever they, they did, they yeah, had Rick didn't get on it. He needs like, to go have some bastards uh, enough to refill the, the last. Belmont plan. Yeah, he yeah. said he was the last. Yeah. So maybe he's well, he's obviously mistaken because there's just walking around. So how many else? How who else is walking around that he doesn't oh. know about? Well, Ripto needs to get some seed spread. I, I, I feel like Maria. there's not many, though. <laughs> or Annette, you know. It was get some enough. Of those. <laughs> Annette was well, they had a dogs. moment, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I think, I think Annette would be better because I think he sees Maria more like a little sister than he anything. He does. Yes. Yeah, that's right. true. Techno. Annette, and they had a moment and where then she was Annette's like, well, there's something worth fighting for. And they already both Already a descendant of a god, so. Yeah. Uh, she has a powerful oh. magic family. Those kids are going to be fucking decent. So do we think, I mean, hopefully they'll be able to beat Azabeth. Who do you think is going to do it? Richter? Annette? Oh, um, no. I think, Alucard? Um, I think um, this about girl's Tara? mother, Tara, who she just turned. She'll, There's a history oh, there. Okay. So Possibly. with her there killing is. her own daughter, her own sister, um, and then her turning her, I think that I think there's some history there, and she's probably going to be the one to do the final blow. I, I I would say that would work best for me. You know who should do it? The Ooh. Abbot. Mm. Mm. Probably going to die right after when he dies. <laughs> I was going to say, or he will probably try and then die. However, right. I think that he would probably have the most to redeem. That would be right. hilarious. They all fail, or, and then he's like, do do do, stab. Or he kills Tara. She kills Tara, and then he gets pissed. Tries, and then they both—they all die. I can see the Something abbot like giving them there. the giving them the thing that they need, like the opening or the key that they need to killing her. But I don't see him dealing the final blow. Like he'll be instrumental in what they need to kill her. For sure. Something to redeem himself, man. He effed up. I don't know. I think I like the story better, where like, yo, you fucked up, and you're just gonna have to hold that L. Which is why he'll die. I, right. I think he'll definitely die for sure. Yeah. They'll kill him. But he'll probably oh. die trying to to either save his daughter or save Tara. In the process, will force to kill either Jolta or the queen, whatever the fuck her name is. I I wanted See, to get into his homeboy, Mizrak. Oh, Jolta is dead who, now. <laughs> yes. Dude, Mizrak was like, oh, yeah. Like I'm about it, about it, and then at the final last few seconds, it was like, "Oh, this is wrong," and then ended up like being on the side of like with the good guys, and we're like, "Well, I think it was he was more about following where yeah. the religious path where he yes. felt was right, right." It was now. Wait a minute. I'm first of all, he didn't even know homeboy had a daughter, so that already lied to his faith, yeah. right? Um, it questions his entire existence and people who are devout uh, uh, religious people they 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 go through these types of things and then he's already 
going against his own thing with his relationship with Orlok mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So he's a very conflicted character, but and so therefore just chose what he knew would be right, I think. I agree. I, and I think I think it was the Abbott like mm-hmm. when he found out he was lied to and that there was stuff going on that he didn't know about. He was like, She doesn't he doesn't have a daughter. What are you talking about? He looks at him, he's like, Oh, <laughs> right. He does have a daughter. And then he's like, mm-hmm. You're gonna sacrifice wait, you you have a daughter, you've been lying to and you're gonna sacrifice her to this I mean, what? I, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then he's also contradictive too, because based on whatever religion they're following too, his uh his sinful pleasure isn't necessarily good, you know, isn't accepted, right. especially with a vampire. Which you is know? why I'm saying he already has a conflicted nature so Mm -hmm. i don't think that i don't think that uh, i can see him being like the oath breaker paladin where like he gives up like that life of being a essentially a templar what it's Mm -hmm. what it looks like Mm -hmm. and just being like you know i'm i'm for the like you know just you know denouncing this whatever i was pledged to but fighting the greater evil I think he's yeah. gonna die. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna die. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's I dying he's too. Oh, I, don't, I don't see him. I don't see him making it. Me you know, to the final season. But it would be crazy if he did. But I don't see him making it to like you know final season stuff. Just, just he might Belmont. be missing an eyeball. <laughs> just Belmont talked about how Poor he was hand. The, he was the most powerful. Uh, yeah, magic. magician, magician practice, whatever they called it, for, of all the Belmonts, right? So that of all the descendants, so it could be one, 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 one kid, you know, after another. But he was like the most powerful, obviously. What looks to be before Richter decided to open up his final form and whatnot. Um, I think Richter really said, "I'm gonna go into the Avatar state," right? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> and I think we're gonna have a crazy battle because the way I think about it is Cipher and Trevor. Like, like the game has experienced so much and leveled up. When you look at Trevor's fighting to Richter's fighting, and it's, it's totally different in experience. Richter will level up. Right. And so maybe in season two, season also, three. Also, look at, like, age-wise. Like, Trevor was young, but he was more experienced. Yes. Richter is so much younger. Yeah. You, like, see it in his presence. You see yes. it in his demeanor. Like, I had I was telling my nephew I was like oh is this the same guy from the the Smash Bro like I've I've been seeing him before because I never played the Castlevania game realizing that's an older you know stockier version of him I'm like oh he's young young in the in, in the show mm-hmm. so we're I don't know if we'll get to the point where he's like this big massive Hulk of a, of a dude but essentially there's gonna have to be a, a point where he can hold his own he can fight on his own. Where we were as confident in Trevor as we will be eventually with Richter, and I think right. we saw that. Where mm-hmm. once we once we saw Blue Flames, we were like, "Oh, he got that sauce." I, right. yeah, I think I he's like maybe eighteen, nineteen at this point. Yeah, yeah, because that's what was, I would guess. I think he was like, yeah, I think it's it didn't say where his after, age so he, was. It was like a nine-year jump or or so. So I'm I'm yeah. assuming from ten to nineteen. He was ten. Would, I think he was ten when idea. his. I think it's ten. But he was ten when his mother when his mother was killed. Yeah, okay, so, so he's like I would 19, say he's like 1920. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I in my opinion, I think we're gonna get more just, and I think just will probably find his magic again as well. Yeah, yeah. he's and probably gonna have Richter. some kind of reconnection with Richter and find his purpose again. And then I'd be curious to see who has more magic, Richter or I also want to know what happened because they didn't fully get into the details of what happened with just like he said. 
you know, like some a monster killed, you know, um, lost the love of his life, and a his love and his best friend. Vampire. He, 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 he couldn't do it. Vampire do did it. it. Yep, there's a vampire that killed his best friend and his and wife. His wife. And he was his wife died in his hand. He was calling her to come back, and his best friend was across the room, whatever. And he was like butchered. mangled. Yes, yeah. mangled, butchered yeah. and dying. You know, and, and you know what? I was like, so you left your best friend for your wife? Your wife was already dead. Help your best friend. But I, I get it. You know, like, it's I, in the moment. I, I feel know. like there's more to that story. Though. I agree. Yeah. Like, what if they were having an affair? It's I'm sorry. Possible. I hate being mean, but no. Like, I mean, just maybe that's why broken. his daughter went overseas to find the killer of her mom. And that's who Orlock's partner was. The Mohican. Not that no. I want to know more about too. No? Orlock's partner, I think, was was human. No. And he, yes, no, he, he, he turned was. He, he turned, turned but, but when you're he right, okay, him. it wasn't the one who killed his mom her mom. Right. But okay. But there's a reason she went overseas to 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 the states it has to be he was not in fact about it (laughs) (laughs) uh fong i love you um i think we need to talk about the elephant in the room i think we really need to talk about how drolta was literally the main character of this whole season and I don't. Anybody, I think that, listen, listen, Jolta fan. I don't think she's main character. Hold on. Listen, hold on. I'm gonna tell you right now, Annette. They can't was taking a lot of that screen I, time, yeah. and rightfully so because when she got her just desserts, I was here for it. <laughs> listen, I respect everybody's opinion here. It doesn't make you right, but you know I respect your opinion. <laughs> listen, no, sir, sir, <laughs> no, you Annette, are a no. guest in our house. <laughs> And that ironically was in the game of uh, uh, actual fling. I don't want to say fling, a love interest of Richter. I forgot what game it is, but that's an actual thing. So they kind of kept true. I don't know what they're going to go with that. I reason why I said Annette. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. So uh, Jolta, as I said, backstage came on the scene with so much Riz. She stepped out in the sun with a hood on. Like, like I'm looking to uh, like Eminem's. I don't even know till I collapse, and he's got the hoodie on, the old hoodie with Eminem, and then an umbrella. And I didn't see anybody else do it except the um, the other guy, but then he died, so he doesn't matter. So I was just like, <laughs> she is on that Riz. Then when she went, and we actually got introduced to Is Isrith, I believe how, I forgot how he said it, but her master. And she's like on like whatever little communication thing diamond that they're on, and she's just out here in her vampire lingerie, just like. What's up? <laughs> and I'm just like, is this happening right now? Like I've watched heavy metal. Her I've watched all these other things. Was was in the Amazing. rain at dark and just killed everyone off the boat when she came off the the when she was at the port or coach, something. The coach, the 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 horse thing, the bridge. I know. Yeah, but her entrance mm-hmm. with the coat and the umbrella was when she first went to the church. It was. It's it's crazy she because killed people the first time she was yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. It, but you know, it, at the end of the day, like for me, the character design was amazing. Yeah, I, we believed her. When and she then her level up with the purple hair, I was, I was, yes. I loved it. And the horns and the wings, <sighs> and I was and like, she, oh. And it's funny too because oh, here is I just we just said like Richter wasn't experienced, but he was experienced enough to almost kill her in that church. He yes, almost he did. did it. You know what I'm saying? She got saved. Yeah. But she was still like, nah, <laughs> we're gonna run this back. We're gonna run even when they were fighting in the um 
in the in, in the basement of the church for the first time, she was laughing about it. Like everybody was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're working with them." And she's like, ha, 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 "Let's do this." <laughs> like I love that energy, and I think honestly, there were great characters, but she definitely mm-hmm. stands out as a yeah, vampire. I, I mean, Annette, mwah, you know, Richter, very, 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 but like you know, for me, it was just like she stands out and i know i fan over it and fine but like this when you think about vampires in an animated show who kind of grabbed the like grabbed us like this for you and i ask you that like you know for me it was just all her and i wish i wish we would see more of her i wish we would see more of her alucard said psych yeah i know (laughs) hate her he owned her yeah Mm-hmm. First season, the big old muscle mommy. Uh, yeah, trick, she she was with amazing. Dude, <laughs> when she was it. battling the humans in her giant armor, just tanking through her. everybody. Yeah. That was so. That episode, with, I was like, I need to watch this again and again. I watch to go back again? and watch the first. Yeah, no, it's muscle mommy for sure. I also wanted to point out that for me, it wasn't hard to kind of distinguish the Belmonts only or expect like a Trevor Belmont because of the way they establish the PTSD for Richter. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? For me, like, you know, we like Val said, we got a we got a whole dragon slash snake thing, yeah. whatever. And I was like, oh, that's new. I'd like to know why the Aztec is different. And it's why a feathered sea serpent, right? Yeah, it's the, like it's a um feathered serpent, I think is what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, I'm really wondering dragon. was this some sort of form of power he had prior to be turned and it evolved? I, I I'd like to see more of his story, that the Aztec story and how or why he is different. Yes. What and also why he didn't use his power against as whatever Beth? as Beth, yeah, the 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 Russian Egyptian. Um, what did you guys think about her final form? Eh, I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Okay, if we're gonna talk about this, I don't like her voice. I'm spoiled. <laughs> I I worked on eighty six. Okay, I worked in Russian neighborhoods in New York, so I'm used to a certain vernacular and sound. Does that make it right? No. I'm also used to certain sounds of vernaculars in movies that are generally. Right. I'm, I don't like I don't like her voice. I don't like I don't I like it. It's, it's a combination of two. It doesn't have a, right. a distinct identification. And mm. it's, it's also still what I was thinking was it's also early on in the century, you know, versus right now. So that doesn't make me right. My me saying that her 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 accent, I don't like doesn't make me right at all. However, but I don't think off. it's her accent. I think what's the problem is, is that she's combined with this God. And so she struggled. There's an identity oh, thing there. Oh, really? Because she actually like is she at one point when the eclipse happened, she had to like convince herself of who she was before she transformed into this other form. That is fair. Mm-hmm. That is right. Fair. So I don't valid. I think there's still mm-hmm. some form of separation there that doesn't give her the full because um, Tara had more of an accent than she did. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the mom. So I, I think there's there's something there that we don't fully know when it comes to this combination with the God. How did she get? I need to know how she got that. I want to know, too. I want to know, too. was a priestess and she was probably transformed back in the Egyptian days 
but this lady is Russian. So how? How? How did she right. get it? That's yeah, what I like. Because tell us. She got like the almighty push and whatnot. I want to know how she got the powers. I love the fact that they're showing that vampires have different powers. Um, and we get to see that. And different origins. Because, you mm. know, the classic is Dracula was the first and forever always kind of thing. And then mm. to find there's more that have been, you know, throughout the centuries, throughout the millennia, like that have been, you know, more powerful, more, you know, ancient and tied to certain gods um plus their their relationship with the mythology of gods where you know it's not just this christian god or this yeah. god or this god they've been really doing their due diligence to like really expand this world that was already pretty dense from yeah. the jump do you play any of the, have you ever played any of the games law mm. okay they're long well, yeah. not, they can be short if you just beat oh, the story. You, you've played them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played them. I played um, my so favorite it's... Symphony of the Night. Everybody plays that game, <laughs> and that <laughs> and that can and that can be long or short because if you don't do everything right, you don't get the upside down castle and you get the bullshit ending. Oh, tell him, tell him. Okay, I'm only happy because like when he you go it. through that story, <laughs> when you go through that story, it's amazing. All I right? mean, I think it, we're it leading. I think we're leading to it. My big thing is, I think we're getting Dracula back. And with Richter and Alucard being together, I think we're leading to uh, Symphony, Symphony, some sort version of Symphony of Night. You can't like do Symphony of Night as a TV show. Wait, wait, wait! It's, a, it's, it's the name is Sympathy of Symphony of the Night. Yes, mm -hmm. we already have music, and we have a Nocturne, which is another form of music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there's a Nocturne game. There's Castlevania Nocturne of Reconciliation. A recollection. recollection. Okay, well, <clears throat> no recollection. That one. interesting. Um, Let me see. That. And they changed the guy who killed Richter's mother. The guy who killed Richter's mother in the games is Shaft. Mm -hmm. He's a main bad guy that you play against in the games, and they change it to uh, this dude. So we'll see. But I think, I think Dracula's going to come back. It, I it's mean, so he comes back in the. Does he come back in the game? He's he's always the bad guy. <laughs> He's always yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> and then the sometimes bad. people use I feel like him. they left him in a place in the in the first series where like he was like, yo, I'm gonna go live my life, me and my girl. Nope. Yeah, like, it's gotta be worth it. Like I think for a TV show, like him coming back has to be like maybe a whole he's who thing. Edward goes to find in hell. It's and possible. Then... Oh no. If they, they bring him back, they're gonna hell. try and make him a good guy. No, don't no, bring him no. back. In Castlevania lore, what happens is Dracula is brought back, but he's kind of like a vessel. Even though he's super powerful, people or whoever kind of uses him, but it's not really him. Uh, death was one of the, the things that brought him back and whatnot. Also, when you get a chance, check out the names of these games. Like Lament of Innocence? What? Um, so it, it, it's always a convoluted story. Dracula generally is always like the fear and oh my god he's back but it's not always him he's generally brought back because somebody did something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scrubbing bubbles he shows up and cleans the slate and then leaves again or <laughs> when Dracula comes back everything goes to pot <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that's to what you. I was thinking I in was the like game? And then he messes it all up and then he leaves eh I'll definitely say in the series, they definitely did a great job showing him conflicted and whatnot. And but when he was upset, you saw like don't yeah. make no make make no like make no mistakes. If Alucard wasn't the the 
the person fighting Dracula, they would have lost. They would mm-hmm. even if they had somebody of Alucard's skill, it's because it was his son there. Otherwise, yeah. everybody would have been dead. You dead, right. you dead, your grandma dead, doggy dead, everybody dead, daddy daycare. Everybody would have been dead. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know, they had the, they had the weakness, you know what I'm saying? And he went to be off, you know, in, in chill, whatever. But I'm telling you, if he does come back and if he's like a mind, I won't say mindless, but he's not consciously there. Is going to be curtains. Richter's going to have a hard time. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking, why don't I, this might be an idea for a game. <laughs> My brain went to John Wick too, and he's like, "Your dog's dead." And I was like, "Oh no, don't oh, do that." John no. Wick wakes up when you do that. No, no. Right, right. I hope we get a moment where like Gosh, Belmont see each other, like kind of like the Avatar thing. Behind. Mm. Yeah, that's how it always is, man. Just, just leave him alone. Like Richter sees his ancestors, like yes. and that can see like, hers. Like, like an avatar, you know, you see the past avatars or whatever, maybe have a talk well, with them. I think that'd Annette kind of see, I think, I don't think they'll do yeah. that with Richter because yeah, you get hinted Annette- at Annette seeing that and she just needed to be able to open up to them so she can mm-hmm. receive I can see the him messages. talking to Cypher before he talks to like Trevor. That would right, be cool. I'd love to see her. She's, she's magically connected, so yeah. possibly. Yeah. I see that. I mean, remember, also the Belmonts were very much into mysticism and all this kind of arts. Mm-hmm. I remember that library? Like, it's possible Trevor kind of got mm-hmm. to know it afterwards. It, it, it could do it's so many things they can do, honestly. I mean, but that's having just kids with Trevor, you know, all that his kids well. probably had, makeup, had ma- magic. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. They could be the one muggle. <laughs> yeah, there the could be muggle. one who's not Janet, a Belmont nor a cypher. <laughs> so... What are we thinking? Because we have obvious, like, you know, mm-hmm. from the, the games, like, where this could go. But show-wise, where do you think this show is going? And final thoughts. And I want to start with Tone. Uh, well, like, I, I think, I think, I think we're ultimately we may get uh, a thing with Dracula. I think he's going to show up. I think at least, I don't know, season, season three or season four, because you still got to deal with this Messiah sort of yeah. deal. And we're going to get a moment where they all need to kind of go find some kind of MacGuffin to get them to the point of beating the Messiah. It would be the sun god. And then, you know, Alucard. Mm. Yeah. And then Alucard and Richter are going to have their moments. And we're going to get this whole thing, man, when I dealt with your fucking Mm -hmm. ancestor 200 years ago. You know, we're going to get a bunch of that stuff, which I'm excited to hear. Yeah. Yes. That'll be fun. Um, Well, I think... uh to piggyback on that is definitely seeing what I could see because there's something going on with whoever she's blood she drank and her seeing seeing her father and we're probably going to see a character who is her father who has the sun god spirit or whatever it is to counteract whatever she's doing because it's this isn't just going to impact this town with this eclipse right it's going to happen everywhere and now other people this will awaken other things mm-hmm. that don't like what she's doing so um i think that it'll escalate to a more mystic world or in that in that the pantheon world of certain things and that's kind of how they'll find a way to take her down hmm. uh, okay. I'm, I'm speculating <laughs> no that sounds good yeah, yeah. uh, uh mike 
Uh, I'm looking for the possibilities. For me, it's the possibilities. Once again, I want them to hopefully touch upon the spirit of room and time. <laughs> That's what I'm calling. It's not that at all. Um, because I think that may bring that back other things. Like Val was saying, it's gonna wake up a lot of things. You know, Castlevania, we think it's only gonna be in this one country. And then by like season two, season three, it's like the whole world is like dealing with this. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there. I'm looking for the glow up between Richter and his whole crew because mm -hmm. they are not on the level they need to kill Vera's mom, to kill the Messiah, and fuck it, why not? If Jolta comes back, I'm just saying, round two is gonna be, <laughs> I don't think she is. Listen, I'll let me not, play. I'm I'll just play. saying. I need to see a new outfit, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Mistress Volta. Yeah. Hey. The next time Mike comes on the show, he's going to have a justice for ship. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do it. No. <laughs> she deserves better. I'll just say this and I'll move on. I mean, I'll let somebody else speak. Sorry. Um, I'm looking forward for how they're setting up to either end the series or continue it at the end of either season four or three or however many seasons we get because that is what's going to blow our mind and like they, they have so much more to go over and we're going to be like ah! well i will and mm -hmm. also wearing my justice for jolta shirt thank you <laughs> Lawrence. speaking of justice i want to see just i want to see i want to know if alucard knows just um, and that would be really great to see Alucard not have to deal with one Belmont, but two. That what is going to be just funny. blames Alucard. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. How many times has Alucard showed up in the past to deal with other Bel Belmonts? It'd be really great to hear Alucard be like, well, your ancestor, blah, blah, did this. And I smacked him I, upside the head. And we just, blah, blah, Alucard so, just probably got is the one who sent the message to Alucard to come. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, we, so just, I think yeah. we have lots of more time to spend with just, I think he's going to be key. And mm -hmm. I also think Annette needs to take on a new form when she was in the spirit realm and she was talking with her teacher. She goes, she's an old power. She's from, you know, she's mm -hmm. a lot older and she, her spirit teacher said, your power is old too, girl. Um, and so I really think Annette like, is oh, going to you can't hear because you're not listening. Yep. Right. So I, I think that, that. Um, Annette's going to level up and and maybe have to transform into something else with some guidance from some of these other um, characters. But ultimately, ultimately, that would be great to see is these old gods kind of duke it out with the assistance from the Belmonts or whomever else. Mm, so yeah. um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I want some sarcasm though. Give me some Alucard <laughs> sarcasm with some Belmonts. That's entertaining. Give me some sass. I think I that's give some sassy, sassy. We're gonna get a lot of it. <laughs> I'm looking forward oh, to it. Man. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to just more really good fights, uh, great dialogue. Uh, I want to see what Richter turns into. I want to see the character development on Annette. Um, I want to see this end game because they talk so much about gods. Like, how much do gods play into this world where Annette's descended from gods? We have the Christian god. We've seen the god of death. We've seen, like, I want to see how big that weighs mm -hmm. into, like, the end game of a lot of this. Um, so it's, it's going to be a good time. I'm here for it. I need more already. Like, I need to know when season, I don't even, I don't even want to hear that they didn't, like, announce season two i just need to know a date just give me a date of where right. season two is dropping i just skip yeah. skip to the good part please and thank you um yeah it's been fun it's been real i appreciate you guys for coming on 
Jolta's culture. I'm not even going to call you Mike. Jolta's culture. Thank you for stopping in, being our resident sea bass for the day. Lori, pleasure as always. Thank uh, you, thanks guys. for breaking our hearts and lifting it up all at the same time. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And make sure you go check out the Kickstarter. This is our important yes, time. Links are um, in the bio. Thank you. Links in the bio. Link in the description. Look at you me. won't regret it, Mike. Right. <laughs> You won't With regret it, Mike. That, guys. Seriously. Yeah, definitely. I, no I one. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. Please go yeah. check it out. Uh, you heard all the Kickstarter. Like, like it's just so many rewards at this point. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep having. Have her make up more. Like push goals. <laughs> That's always uh, my favorite if part. We get, if we get past where I created, like if we get to the exploding head, I'll do something really cool. I promise you. Um, because at that point, we've we've done that comic and part of the next one so hey we'll do something real fun nice there it is nice nice well next as week always, i believe pleasure. we have ahsoka Loki? season finale oh yes ahsoka, ahsoka season finale and then the following week Loki is, Loki. is coming up next yeah the following yes. week. um so uh beast to, uh go ahead it's me hi you're probably wondering why they all stopped talking. And it's because they want me to remind you that you can go to my link and write Justice for Drolta right now. Okay? <laughs> I'll be wearing a shirt as of next I week. I can't with you. Uh, and I'll also Mike, be feeling Where can the people find you, by the way, before we before we close out, before we get into like final finals? Sure, no problem. Uh, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. I don't know the other times those I apologize. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube on the Four Letter Nerd. I'm sorry, I lived in the East Coast all my life, man. We want to forget it, okay? You know what it's like to go to California. Anyway, um, <laughs> Four Letter Nerd, you check this out. Uh, we got a really amazing show tomorrow. What is it about? Am I going to pull a vow? Possibly. We're going to be talking about something on something about something. Yes. Exactly. Uh, that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always a great time. Thank you. <laughs> But, yes, we will be back next week talking Ahsoka. Uh, it'll be a fun time. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. It's been your boy, Law. Your boy, Tom, from across the hall. And, of course, last but not least, be Mac. And we'll see Seabass next week. Thank you, guys. Yes. Catch you guys later. Ciao.